welcome to the Mummy Dearest Podcast, a podcast where we used to talk about the mummy, but now we talk about other movies too. Okay, welcome back everybody to the Mummy Dearest Podcast, where we unwrap pop culture from the 90s, 2000s, and today. I'm Zach Mellon. I'm Sloane Steele. Hey guys. Why did you ruin my intro? You made like a root, like you just kind of made like a noise over my name. So people couldn't like hear it that good. <laughs> Did I? Mm-hmm. I'm Sloan Steel. Say it again for the people in the back. Sloan Steel. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. That was such a white cisgender male thing of me to do. Um, it was. <laughs> I was wearing my everybody hates a racist shirt on my walk today and it was getting a lot of attention negative like you were being stoned or no I no I live in a very diverse community so it was getting really good attention I love that for you yeah well I'm so happy yeah Yeah, that's so diverse that I'm the poorest one (laughs) it's always good to be the poorest man in a rich town isn't that what you told me yeah my dad always says you should be the dumbest one in the room and the poorest one in the room because it means that you're like surrounding yourself with expect like high expectations it's an interesting take. It's given me nothing but sadness um, yeah. so far. So, I mean, you did send me a picture of your dad today. I don't know if I would take all of his advice. Nope. From what nope. I saw, I don't know if you want people to nope. like. If you want to tell no, people, so my I think me. we I think that I've I think I've talked about this on here. I don't. Re- uh, sometimes I get my zooms with my therapist and our podcast mixed up, but. Sure. My father recently moved into an apartment tower, like literally visible from my back deck. <laughs> so every now and then I need to pull through the Dunkin' Donuts drive through. Do you order morning, anything or you just, you're just pulling through? I just drive through. I like to say, hey. Hi guys. See you um, no, I actually have really, I've really taken to the um, cold brew with cold foam. Oh yeah. You told me about that. Oh my God. It's so good. Anyway. So I noticed my dad was like sitting cross-legged on like the stone table, like outside, just kind of like sitting there. He likes to escape the home. So that's where he goes is like a hard stone bench that just scrapes you when you get down or get on it or off it. Yeah. Like his thin J crew shorts from like 10 years ago. Just like just snagged, just snagging. I get so, it. You know, it's fine. Who among us has not sadly sat on a stone bench in front of a Dunkin' Donuts at 8.30 in the morning and smoked a cigarette? Do you want to hear a sadder thing that I didn't realize was sad at the time, but now thinking about it, like I used to like I used to take a break at work. Well, I would always take a break at work, but I would drive. This was like over five. This was between five and 10 years ago. And I would drive to Burger King on my break and I would sit in my car and eat Burger King. I think everybody does that. And just like stare until be like, I can't believe I have to go back to this job. Oh my God. Rocky and I used to go to Wendy's and get baked potatoes and sit in the car <laughs> and just like sit in silence eating baked potatoes It's and then so, drive yeah. back. I know. Then you have, I know it's an existential moment like, that we've all like, probably had. It just feels so wrong to like sit in your car and eat fast food and it then go back feels to your office. Wrong. I know it feels wrong, but it happens. But um, like, what's the alternative? You can't like you don't have time. You don't have time to sit down for a for steak and eggs every single I know, day like, of your what? life. I know. Well, I know some of us I do. Know. Should we follow up our Ellie Kemper story? Oh yeah, 
by when you said Ellie Kemper right now, I thought you meant uh, Laura Dern's character from Jurassic Park. Isn't her name Ellie something? And I was like really Ellie confused. Sadler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't read the apology from Ellie Sa- a, Sattler or Ellie Kemper. I've got a quick, just like a quick little blurb. This is non-breaking news with Zach and Sloan. News delivered to you a week late or not at all. So guys, like we're just filling you in a week after it happens in case you guys <laughs> didn't. In case you didn't. Also, it's not even an interesting story, but since we <laughs> broke the news on our podcast. It's not an interesting story. This is a weekly. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's just nothing. But this is, but we feel obligated <laughs> to update you in case that we're your news source. <laughs> hey guys, the, Lus- the Lusitania has sunk just to let you all know. We talked about Ellie Kemper being like, like just like arbitrarily canceled because someone hadn't been canceled in a long time. So her name, her just, name came yeah. up in like the bingo, like <laughs> they just pulled it out there. Like, yeah. Ooh, and they Ellie found Kemper, out that, okay. And so it was actually a debutante ball that she was involved in. Yeah. Um, and this apology, now I'm going to just let you guys know, this apology is just a uh, cancel culture, like that it's just a product of cancel culture. She doesn't mean it. Um, her PR person wrote it mm-hmm. and every celebrity or company that apologizes for anything that they did in the past that may have been racist or offensive, they're only doing it because they have to. And it makes the public say, wow, they apologized and now I'm going to shop there and feel better about myself. Yeah. It's not real. It's not real. None of it's real. Nope. And Means and just nothing. in case you didn't know this, you can't actually cancel a person. You can't? Just in case. No, like they still exist. It's interesting to me because I personally have been canceled by so many people, but they've just selected not yeah. to shop, not to shop at me anymore. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like, so for anyone who doesn't know, you can't, but it's fine. You can, yeah. you can like have an opinion about someone or maybe like choose not to shop at their stores or eat at their restaurants, but they still exist. And um, all you can do is educate and teach the people around you um, how to be good people and learn the right things. And that's all we can do. That's a much Um, better, I haven't read Ellie Kemper's apology, but I'm sure it's something like, I didn't know it was bad. I should have done my homework. Oh, okay. Hey guys, when I was 19 years old, I decided to participate. Did she start the apology with, Hey guys? I'm sorry. It was hi guys. Exclamation hi guys, mark. Hi guys dash. Where was this posted? Is this a notes apology? I read it on page six, but I'm assuming it was on Instagram. Okay. So hi guys. When I was 19 years old, I decided to participate in a debutante ball in my hometown. The century years, the century year old organization that hosted the debutante ball had an unquestionably racist, sexist, and elitist past. You don't fucking say. <laughs> <laughs> can't can't it was believe on it. it. It was on Instagram. It says, I acknowledge it's un- it's that because crazy that a weird Southern debutante ball would be racist. <laughs> I acknowledge that because of my race and my privilege, I am the beneficiary of a system that has dispensed unequal justice and unequal rewards. Now, of course, she's correct. She didn't She didn't realize that because of her privilege and nobody realized it because of their privilege. And that's true. And maybe she means it, but I bet you she rolled her eyes and said, you know what? I didn't know. I did it. I done did it. I done here's did the, it. Okay. Here's the thing. Let me don't do let, it again. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, I mean, <laughs> let's hope not. Here's the thing. I'm going to devil's, I'm going to devil's advocate it. Okay. Yeah. Because last week I was sort of like, why are we canceling Ellie Kemper? She made a mistake. She was in high school. However, when I was in high school, I was very, why are you already? Because I just, 
I just know it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm just saying that I worked for Oxfam and I was, (laughs) I had a make trade fair bumper sticker on my car and I was very, I led the rock, the vote. I was an, I was annoying. I was an annoying political kid. Oh God. Who wasn't? I mean, a lot of people weren't. People were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, do you even know what the Patriot Act is? <laughs> do you even know who John Henry is? <laughs> do you even know who John Kerry is? That's the other bumper sticker I have on my car. <laughs> anyway, I like, I know it was a weird time. So like, my point is, is that you got to know you're going to the white lady racist debutante ball that says whites only. And maybe someone had to know someone had to know. And I don't know. I mean, I I've mentioned multiple times on the show. I've grown up in Miami. I've I have a, a very privileged life, but I also have chosen to educate myself on things that are like outside the realm of things that just affect me because I'm like, how can I help other people? Because I do Mm -hmm. have some privilege. Like, what can I do to give it back? And I don't want to do it to be patting myself on the back. I want to do it because I think the world is really fucked up and I hate late stage capitalism. And I think that every single person should have access to things like water, clean air, a home, clothing. Shirts that say love is love, not one month out of the year. Like maybe corporations can like gay people all the time, not just for one month. So like, I don't know. I feel like Ellie Kemper like doesn't really give a fuck and I'm not going to cancel her for that because like, you know what? Some rich white ladies, like they just don't give a fuck. And like, okay, I guess fine. You're never going to make everyone give a fuck. No, Ellie Kemper's not going to learn from this, you guys. She's going to like, people just want to hide stuff from this. And maybe she, I'm, I'm sure she does think that the organization is a piece of shit. I'm sure. Yeah. But she does not, she's not sitting there like, why did I do that? No, she's not doing that. And she never will. No, she wore a fancy dress at the racist place. Like, yeah. It's just like, like how it's like when you it's like when you after prom went to Chick-fil-A, you wore a fancy dress at the racist place. I try to walk the walk and talk the talk. I don't do it all the time. And once this podcast gets big, I'm sure people are going to comb through my Twitter and Lord knows what I've said on there. Like I am interested in seeing what I get canceled for, but I'm sure it's going to be something real bad. And And by the way, guys. I I didn't mean it just in advance. I didn't mean it. I didn't know I'm listening and I'm learning. Yeah. I put that out there in advance. I know a lot of things. Yeah. I have learned way more. I think I've already said this in the last year than ever in my entire life. So I get it. But I also believe that people, there are way more people like me a year ago who thought that they were like liberal and, educated and aware and they just were like don't tell me how to think yeah like i literally didn't know what did you know what black people were before last year no and you learned i all learned no but seriously like i didn't know really what like represent like representation like on television or movies i like i knew what it was but Mm -hmm. i didn't I like, didn't know. I also like really didn't, I honestly didn't really know what Black Lives Matter meant until I knew what it stood for, but I didn't understand it's like actual core value Mm -hmm. until 
a year, like about a year ago when, and I think it's fantastic that like you, you, we, we just made fun of like listening and learning, but you really are listening and learning. No, like it's true. Like, and then once it clicks, then you're like, well, what the fuck are we doing here? Like what is going on? It's like, why is this even a thing that has to like, this should just be the way it is. It's weird. This is not a divisive thing. It's so weird. And like, I remember hearing people before George Floyd. And so when black lives matter started, but before George Floyd, people would say like all lives matter. And I thought it was gross, but I didn't realize how gross that was. Yeah. It's really gross. It is. It's so, so I would never like get that mad when I heard people say it. Mm-hmm. And then when I really learned what it meant, I snapped at someone at work, but <gasps> it's, <laughs> so that's the thing though. Like you really have to like open your mind. You're not going to die. Like just no. open your mind. You can, you can leave thinking what you came thinking if you want, but mm-hmm. just like, listen. Yeah. And maybe you sometimes learn you'll something. learn when sometimes you listen. You can, that's sometimes you learn when you listen. Is that a real song? I literally just made that up. Sometimes you gotta listen to learn. You open up your ears and you're big. Okay. Um, <laughs> this we week we do are something. doing 1996s. <laughs> um, all right. Well, guys, I think that was a really good intro. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's like the first 15 minutes of this podcast are just, I'm in a, a like a, a fugue state, a blackout. And then, yeah. and then eventually one of us goes, whoa, usually Wait. after a song. And then we talk about the movie. And the funny thing is, is like you, it might sound like Sloan and I don't speak to each other for like the week that in between the podcast, but we actually okay. don't stop speaking. And then when we meet up here, we still have more stuff to talk about. Zach once didn't text me for like, I would say five hours and I texted him. I, know, and I was, was like, the- I was like, okay, obviously like you're mad at me. Obviously <laughs> the podcast is canceled. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. So, um, I guess this was nothing to you and I'll never speak to you again. So, okay. I know. And then one time I, didn't I do the same to you? Didn't I text you? And I was like, you haven't texted me all yeah. day. Yeah. And you were at that weird part. I don't Where know. was I? I don't know. You were at. I was at, I was, I was with Ellie Kemper you were with at a Ellie fancy debutante ball. ball. You were at a dinner, I think. And I was like, well, stop eating and talk to me. Um, yeah, where I was somewhere. Wasn't I somewhere weird? I think I was just with my friends, my, my, my real life friends. Yeah. 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 I won't do it again. I promise. Thank you so much. Okay. So guys, this week we are doing 1996's lesbian top thriller. <laughs> Twister. Now it was 1996. Helen Hunt was 33 years old. Bill Paxton was 41. Carrie Elwes. That's a hard 33. Hard 33. Carrie Elwes was 34. Jamie Gertz was 31. And Philip Seymour Hoffman was 29. And those are the only ones I found important to know. Jamie Gertz being 31, who plays Melissa, the fiance, is kind of like a little shocking to me, to be honest with you. That's like, is that, that's what a 31 year old woman looks like. Do you ever, do you know a 31 year old who's wearing a, like a clean <laughs> pantsuit? <laughs> My sister's 30 and I'm trying to imagine her with like blown out hair and a cream <laughs> pantsuit. <laughs> she should be her for Halloween. <laughs> that's such a, that's such a funny, just like no one else is dressed up as anything from Twister. And you're just Jamie Gertz from Twister in a white pantsuit. And you're like, I'm Melissa from Twister. 
Julia, uh-huh, honey, listen. Uh-huh. I gotta go, Julia. I we can't got talk house. right now. I can't talk right. We're about to go through a house. I can't talk right now. That I was... gotta go, Julia. We got cows. <laughs> it's not life. <laughs> we got cows flying. My um, my fiance is in love with this lesbian top. She is not married to your penis. She's um, not married to your penis. <laughs> She was the best part of this film. Like, so gonna... someone DM'd me. I know that we're gonna. We have a lot of DMs and like things like that so many because people. I have never had so much interaction from one of our movie posts ever. Ever, people went wild today. My DMs were a, a, a flame. I know. Like, someone put like, make sure you talk about Melissa. Oh, people were like, "How is her pantsuit so creamy?" Yep, someone said that. Make sure you guys touch on how many times they just literally drove up willy nilly to the base of a tornado to float these little fucking things. So much was so much was confusing me. Okay, let's let's you know I what know. my sister, the only person recap. who matters, she wanted a recap and she said she liked that I don't speak. So give okay. it to us. Okay, so we find a group of young, carefree tornado chasers, and immediately. Bill Paxton shows up for divorce papers from Helen Hunt. <laughs> this is a weird intro, but that's what happens. It is. Um, so basically, Bill Paxton needs a divorce from Helen Hunt. Um, she refuses to sign the papers. And honestly, like, storm chasing ensues. He has to follow them around to get the paper signed. And he ends up falling back in love with not only Helen Hunt, but tornadoes. And um, his fiance has to be like hostaged along with them. Um, and honestly, there really isn't a plot. They just chase the tornadoes, and every time they get to a tornado, there's action. <laughs> and <laughs> um, now that's it. It's so funny because you know what, Zach? Like right when you started giving the the, the plot, I was like in my head, I'm what? like, what is the what plot is the of this? Pl- that is the plot. That's the plot, guys. He so needs a I, divorce that badly. He, need, he needs a divorce, and the thing is, is like this movie is so good that it didn't need a plot. That is so accurate. Like I like I texted or I voice noted you today, and I was like, I love this movie. It yeah. was so good. Like guys, if you haven't seen Twister in a while, just like. Just go watch it. Yeah, like, it's, like, so enjoyable. You're going to be, like, happy the whole time. And the music, like, the that, like, jaunty, joyous. So there's that really dark scene in the very beginning. Oh, my God. Wait, I'm not done with the facts yet. Hold on. Okay. The director, Jan Debon. Jan Debon. What else has he done? I'm about to tell you. Oh, yeah, because it's all, like, good stuff we like. Yeah. Speed. Speed 2 Cruise Control. (laughs) the, The Haunting. Mm-hmm. Tomb Raider, Cradle of Life. That's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with a name like Jean de Bon, you have to like have done more. Like Jean what, de Bon. Like what is he doing? He now? has a it's- lot of production. Like, but his director, his direction was just like five movies. But, but I, he's still working in Hollywood. He's, he's just still not working. Directing. I'm really glad to know that he did Speed and Speed Two Cruise Control because, to be honest with you, I've always liked Speed Two Cruise Control. I just didn't like that Keanu wasn't in it. And this was a Michael Crichton adaptation. Did you know that? Speed? No, Twister. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Twister's last- a Michael Crichton book. And then last, well, so I didn't look to see if it was a book, but he is the writer of the movie. It said that he was one Wait. of the writers. So I'm assuming that he 
wrote a book about it and this is an Wait, adaptation. Michael Crichton wrote Twister? It says that he has writing credits on it, yeah. Okay, hold on. I want to look up Michael Crichton's net worth. What you what what do you think? He's dead. He's dead? Yeah, we'll never get another Michael Crichton masterpiece. Are you serious? <laughs> dead serious, and I didn't mean that to be said. Why did dead. he die? I don't remember. It was kind of like it was like within the last 5 years, I feel like, or 5 to 10 years. Are you sure he's dead? I guess I'm not like a hundred percent positive, but I don't like see anything about his death. Yeah, but... he died November fourth, two thousand eight. Of what? Wow. Tell me why? Why? Do why is Michael Crichton dead? dead? Tell me why? Cancer. Yeah, of course. <sighs> you know you get cancer all the time. What? Yeah, like your body is always fighting little cancers. Did you know that? I don't. I don't like that. Why? That's amazing. That means that like all the time. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. Could be having cancer, but then you don't. I mean, you do, but your body makes it go away because you eat a veggie. And then if your body. Oh, yes, I did. So this film was delayed due to the Oklahoma City bombing. They were making it. Call back to episode two or one of this show. That's true. The bisexual awakening. The bisexual awakening. So. You guys, I'm not going to go into it, but just that sounded really gross, but just go back and you'll figure out what I meant by that. Um, And a lot of the crew, like most of the crew stopped working on the film to go help with the recovery efforts. Isn't that Oh my God, that's so nice. I know. The budget was 92 million and they grossed 500 million. That's so crazy. Like we know it, like we know what that means. We don't know what that means, but now we can get right fucking into it. So we opened the movie with this like very dark, it's the sixties. You're in the dust bowl. It's dark and it's windy. Can you imagine living in the dust bowl in the sixties? I can't imagine living in it in the 2020s, but this is the, this is the epitome of a place that I want to be, even though I don't want to be. Mm -hmm. I explained this in a previous episode where like, Mm -hmm. I want to spend a week in the sixties in the, in like an Oklahoma small town and see what happens. I think you would, um, you'd be, you'd be, because I'd be like, hello ladies. (laughs) Yeah. You'd be at the local diner getting like like shit kicked out of you. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. (laughs) I also, this scene where we find Joe Helen Hunt's character as like a child, there's like a storm brewing. It's lightning. It's windy. It's balmy. I love storms. Love. I love storms. There is no weather. I like more than stormy weather. Me neither. I love that. Like I love when it, I love when the day is beautiful and then all of a sudden a storm starts rolling in. It lets you know that life is fleeting. And the the air is warm and it's the wind is warm and the the leaves start blowing. It's the it. clouds roll in. All of a sudden you see lightning. Everyone has to go inside. It's just like this weird. It's like a, a, an event. Oh, it's an event. It's yeah. It's like it's, it's this, exciting. It's like it's oh my scary. God, it could, yeah, it's like by lightning. Yeah, it's fun. It's so fun. You I know what? Rex Rex doesn't like. He doesn't mind storms, but even if it's like bright sunshine outside. He'll like smell the air and he'll be like a storm is coming. And then he's always right. He can always smell a storm before it happens. And I can always smell storms too. And I, I honestly think that you should put him in some sort of a home. Like he yeah. is going to kill you and Paul someday. Oh, a thousand percent. My mom yeah. today was like, do you think he might be evil, evil? And I was like, yeah, yeah not just evil. Like a kid is evil. No, he's, he's a serial he's like, killer. Yeah, yeah, I think more than that. Actually, I think it's yeah. more like a like a 
villain, like a superhero villain, evil. Yeah, he's like a like a Lex Luthor, but more evil. Yeah, he is a left Luthor. <laughs> he's, a, he's a regular left Luthor. <laughs> Did you notice that the dog is a Toto dog? There's a big like oh, yeah. Wizard of Oz like theme here. Was that Ernest from like Ernest Goes to Camp? Is that her dad? I don't know, but now that you say that. I think it was. Okay, I want to talk about her mom for a second. <laughs> I don't think we should. No, we should because like I okay. want to hug that lady. She looks oh. nice. Do you know how good her food is? Her food's so good and her hugs are so good. Her hugs are so good and she probably loves you so more, much. like like to an unhealthy level. Mm-hmm. And the dad probably drinks a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hits, hits, hits her. I think he... Because she, think- she wasn't upset when he first started going out the door. The mom was kind of like... She was like not. She wasn't really jumping. She wasn't really saying anything. No, she was it like, reminds me of. Have you ever listened to like Carrie Underwood music? I mean, like when I've been at like a bar in the south. Okay. There's a song where her. I don't know if this. Is, I don't know if her songs are real life, but in the song, her father is like an abusive alcoholic, and a tornado's coming, and she doesn't wake him up from his drunken stupor, and she hides in the cellar, but lets him get blown away, and the name of the song is blown away. But so that, that's what it reminded me of. I think the mom was like, "Hold the door closed," and there he goes, off he goes. I mean, I feel like he didn't need to do that. I feel like he could have just like, hunkered down with that. Me too, because clearly in the rest of the they were fine. Movie, we see them just hiding under bridges or holding onto pipes, and we see them just getting a leather belt and just tying on yeah. and mm. and holding on for dear life. Could that um, happen? We'll get there. We'll get there, but Let's so get there yeah, later. I I think that that so that opening scene is very upsetting. I cried, but yeah, I have my upsetting. period. I know. I feel like every episode I say I have my period. You say it a lot, but it's weird because we only do the show once a week. I know, and I feel like I'm getting my period too often. We'll have to revisit the episodes. You know what, though, you're reminding me to log my period, so I'm just gonna go into my app. There we go. And logged. Thank you so much Um, for that. Have you ever been to the Twister ride at Universal? Of course I have. I fucking, it's not even a ride. You just, no, you stand and you stand in a storm and it's like, so, so weird. And like Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton talk to you. Yeah. So I know that sounds fake guys, but it's real. No, it's true. I went with my cousins and my uncle and my like older cousin was standing next to me. And when the roof pretends to collapse, she actually like she actually like shielded me with her body that's thinking sweet. that the, I know we thought the roof was actually collapsing. That's, that's the ride, baby. That's the life that's, of a rider. That's literally the ride. So like you guys, you're standing like in what I can only explain to be like, you're standing in like a place where there's almost like a stage that you're looking at. Mm-hmm. It's like a sound stage and you're just watching a storm mm-hmm. and then the roof pretends to collapse and then it's done. Yeah. That's <laughs> That's showbiz, baby. There's no seats or anything. It's about five to seven minutes. And and then when you walk out, they just say, Shadow. Oh my God. <laughs> that has been in my head. Like, I can't get it out. That back. jaunty music, like right out. So right after that dark scene where the dad gets sucked into the twister, they, you then it's like bright and sunny. And it's like, then it's like, I don't know. I, you know I, I hear like the Game of Thrones soundtrack for some it's reason. Something, yeah, it's like this very like uplifting. I think I wrote like 
the upbeat let's go on and let's go on an adventure music is so 90s action movie yeah and it's it is like, like there's always like there's always a dark opening scene followed by the main characters like ready to hit the road and hit the adventure i love that oh was uh little joe jenny from forrest gump little jenny jenny yeah like young jenny in forrest gump did she also play young oh. joe Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Oh my gosh. Wait a second. You're going to die. Do you know who plays young Joe? Who? Who? Alex Vega from Spy Kids. I don't. That's not. I'm not familiar with that. Okay. Well. All right. Bye. Yeah. We, this is going to be a long episode because I feel like we have more to talk about than we thought we were going to. I feel like (laughs) I, okay. Should we just like go to the notes? Should we take it to the notes? I've been taking it. Yeah, I've been. Okay, I want to talk about class rings. Okay. I'm ready to go there. What is, so she removes her class ring, I think, to cover up her engagement ring or her wedding ring so he doesn't see that she has it on. But like, what are you wearing one right now? (laughs) (laughs) Because you're not touching your fingers. Yeah, I always wear my class ring. What is the deal? That's what I mean. Like, what is the deal with people wearing class rings? Uh, that was not a thing at my school whatsoever. I don't even we, know if like, it was I rem- offered. I remember them being offered, but I don't like. Fine, if you want to, when you're in high school, if you buy one, whatever. But like, what's the deal with wearing it anytime after high school? What is the deal with like only like talking about and like living in the same town and like loving your high school? Mm-hmm. And if you do, oh. and if like. If that's like your thing. No, like, like saying that it was like your, like that was the best time of your life. High school was the best time of my life, but I still don't wear a ring about it. No, me neither. And I don't, yeah. I don't go to the football it's, games on Thanksgiving. No. Yeah. I mean, we just like, we just, I know a lot of people have that culture in like their town and their schools and stuff, but that was just not what we had. So like, I can't it was, really, it is the culture here, but like I yeah. we didn't, my friends and I just like did not adapt. It's just to that. like, I don't want to ever go to, a, I don't want to go to a professional sporting event. So why would Agreed. I go to a high school sporting event? I have no idea. Unless like my son was in the game, I guess. Yeah. Like if you have, yeah. If you have like a reason to go, but there's like a hot, I don't know, like a hot coach or like, Oh yeah. Maybe sure. then yeah. I'll go. No, I'll be there. Imagine Paul, like in a coaching outfit. Oh, that is hot. Except Paul. Blowing the whistle. Oof. Paul looks so weird in a baseball cap. Yeah, but he doesn't have... No, I'm talking about like soccer. I had like soccer in mind. He does have... Paul has beautiful legs. I bet. Sloan sent me a picture of them at the beach <laughs> once. And I just did not assume that Paul was like so fit. He's a fit dad. He's like a He's very like hot dad. Very fit. He like always looks good. He's, and you know what the worst thing about it is? He's sitting on the couch right now eating a pack of Oreos. Like there's a whole, he'll eat a whole sleep of Oreos you, tonight. All it takes is you saying that for me to say to myself, I'm going to go get Oreos the second we're done recording. I like, I had one on the way in here. I don't know what it, like what's wrong with it. I think that I need to tell therapist Mike that we need to cancel everything we've ever spoken about. We just need to talk about my eating problems. Yeah. I've been like, I have been, whenever I feel out of control, I start binge eating. So I've felt out of control for like 32 years now. Uh huh. And it's just like, <laughs> I've noticed that I'm just, I'm yet, I'm really out of shape and um, my body is like, mm kind of like grimace shape should i 
I think I'm going to stop this here. Yeah, you're right. You know what? We're going to the dark place. Because you know what? This is going to end up with me saying, you know who loves your Grimace body? (laughs) Ronald McDonald. (laughs) No, Mm -hmm. he doesn't because Grimace steals stuff, I think, doesn't he? No, that's the Hamburglar. (laughs) (laughs) What does Grimace do? Just eats and hangs out, I think. Oh my God, my dream life. Do you remember when McDonald's used to have those little great cookies? The little, the little cookies? Whoa, you just totally unlocked unlocked a fucking weird yeah that was weird you just opened a filing cabinet from like yeah you you opened a rolodex (laughs) i got i got my rolodex open tonight (laughs) that's the grossest term first of all there's so many people that are so young that listen to this podcast that are like you and paul you and paul play librarian and you're like open my rolodex daddy oh dewey decimal me wait do you remember do going to the decimal. library? Do you remember going to the library and opening no. those smooth drawers with the what smooth drawers. cards in them? Like the cards oh, yeah. were in them to find the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I would love okay. I'm gonna ASMR that tonight. I literally was just saying, like Zach, we have been ASMRing my whole life. Do you want to know that my sister and I invented ASMR? I'm gonna see if it works on you. Are you ready? Yeah. So when we were little, my sister and I would stand across the room from each other. And we would play this game called tickle, tickle your neck. And I would sit there like this. I'd go. Oh yeah. I could. Oh yeah. <gasps> and she would feel the tickles. What Do Sloan did them? was just Sloan just imitated a tickle and her non-twin sister could feel them. I'm feeling them from you now. Yeah. I can definitely feel that. I also like my mom would do this thing where like, she'd like talk in this very, like not whisper, but like a very low tone in our ears, like to like, it was like, she would like tickle us. It was like a form of like tickling us. And I can like, even like thinking about it gives me like full body goosebumps. What would she say? Just like, I don't know. Just like, she'd say like, I love you. Yeah. (laughs) She'd say like, she would be like, you little slut. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to know something? Dirty Zach, you want an Oreo? I I tell I don't tell many people this, but my mom used to, and she did this with all love in her mind. And I don't take offense to it at all. It didn't form my adulthood at all. She used to say that I had horse legs. <laughs> and <laughs> like I do. A, like, like a centaur? I just was like born with very like, and I'm not saying this to like. Can I see your myself leg? in the back? I was just born with, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. No, you can't. Okay. <laughs> What I just um, witnessed was one of the saddest. It was it was like if you've ever seen the TV show The Critic with John Lovitz it's an animated. I haven't. Are you serious? No. Zach, it would be after you guys were literally no, but I just want everyone to know that we've now so we are like three stories into a spiral. <laughs> <laughs> it was just Zach trying to lift up his leg and just like it, he it almost fell really into fast. this tree. I actually have nice legs too. Yeah. So I was just born with like muscular legs. They're not like, it doesn't look like I do leg day every day. They're just like muscular, like thick legs. Can you just like, when we're off the phone, we need to snap a pic? Yeah, sure. Love to see them. Love to get my eyes on on those legs. Maybe I have one. (laughs) (laughs) Zach just opens up the album titled Zach's Zach's horse legs. (laughs) Do you want to see this picture that I took today of a child of a man of a child mannequin? Uh, yeah. Can you see it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you should delete that. It's a f- <laughs> guys. 
All right. I it's that little... <laughs> we're not even talking about a movie anymore. But no, there's no, no, a... we gotta go back. We gotta go back. Okay. That was a, a mannequin with a, a a child mannequin with a little nub nub dick. The only mannequins in the store that I work at that have anatomically correct genitals are the children mannequins. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. So somebody did somebody made know. a choice. Somebody choices made... were made. A very, a very severe choice. Okay, okay, we need to edit a lot of that out because okay. Oh, I'm not adding. Um, I'm keeping it all in. Okay, something I really feel very passionately about talking about is Carrie Elwes in this movie. Okay, yes, it was weird that we we should have probably done Twister first to do a Carrie like Carrie Carrie. I totally I knew he was in this and I just didn't make the connection. No, I I've always known he's in this, but it's like he's never been important enough to me to like remember that he's in this movie or something yeah but guys that like i know that it's like silly just because we're just watching a bunch of 90s movies so obviously we're gonna have some overlap but we don't plan that like we really have such like whimmed ideas of like what movies to do and we talk and even though we have a list we still talk about what movie we're gonna do so it's like the fact that like we did Michael Crichton last week. He's he was a writer on this movie. Carrie Elwes was two weeks ago. Now he's back. It's just a weird. It's weird. You know what is okay? I know we just did like a a di- diversion or whatever, but I have to tell you something so weird that happened. Very, it's very quick. Like you know how we always okay. have like weird things that happen in our. I know lives. because then I'm gonna want to tell you something weird that happened to me. It's but, fine. Okay. Okay, so my aunt wanted to buy a problematic yacht flag, and I told her, like, it's like a it was an old Mariner flag, okay. and she saw it at a vintage store, and she owns an inn in South Carolina, and she's like, can I buy this? So I was like, no, I don't think that's, like, a good purchase just because, like, the history of the flag, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so while I was doing research on antebellum racist flags, I came across this flag that said, don't give up the ship. Okay. So- I found, and I'd never seen this before, but it was like a very popular flag a long time ago. Don't give up the ship. Anyway. So like don't have sex with someone before you love them. I guess. Like, I think that's what it meant. But here's the weird part. I had never seen this flag in my life. I've never heard of it. It's obviously not popular. You've never heard of this before. Later that day, I'm filling out an application for a rental home in Atlanta, and I have to like answer all these security questions. So I'm going through all the security questions, and it's like, have you ever been associated with this address? And it was my dad's address in California from like three houses ago. And I was like, I can't, I never lived there. So obviously this was like some tax scam my dad was probably pulling. But then I was like, oh, I want to like look up that house. I don't even remember him living there, but I know it's his address. So I go on Zillow. I look up the house. I'm going through the pictures of the house. In one of the rooms was a huge flag. Don't give up the ship. I was like, what the fuck? No, we've been having very, very strange coincidences happening. How weird is that? It's very weird. Okay, what was your weird one? I voice noted you that this, but I I like got along. I had an employee that I got along really well with. Bad employee, but I got along really well with him. And I always tried to like help him to not get fired or like whatever. He ended up getting fired, but it's been like a month and I and I like went up to someone I work with and I was like, I think I'm going to text this kid. And they were like, why? And I was like, I don't know. I just, I just feel like I should text him and like, see what he's doing. 
And I didn't, but I thought about it all day, like how, like what I was going to say or whatever. And I was standing at the top of an escalator, Sebastian Valmont style. And he just came up from the escalator. And I stared at him for like 30 seconds because I was like, that's, there's no way that that's him. And it was, I was like, I was just about to text. Like, it was like the weirdest. You summoned him. I like did. It's very weird. I'm going to play colorblind over that, even though my feelings are still hurt. It's just, I know. Okay. About colorblind. All right. Anyway, All right, back to the show. Carrie Elwes. I was so excited to see. I completely forgot. He looks so good in this movie, even though he's a total dick. He does look um, good. That's like the kind of bad boy that I would like. I would be in a relationship with for a while because he would be like control yeah. everything. I like oh yeah, and like tell me everything I had to do, and like mm-hmm. just like really like just good good sex. And then yeah. it would be like he'd make I, you feel really bad about yourself. Yeah, but then only he could build me back up, and then yeah. I would have to get out of it. Well, your friends would have to tell you you had to get out of it. Yeah, my friends are like to like cumulonimbus clouds. They're like, you gotta get out of there, girl. You gotta you gotta get out of this relationship. Okay. Um. Always, always. Okay, so I want to be. I wanted to be there. Like, so when that first tornado hits and they've got to get going, they've got to pack stuff up. They're getting in the cars. They're all yelling. They're like, yeehaw! I just want to like. I wanted to be there. I want to experience it. I love the energy. I like love the diner. Like they have to all stop at this diner and gas up and they have to get coffee. And it's <laughs> well, a road we, we have discussed many times. We love a road trip moment where you got to get. Some oh snacks. yeah. You got to get the snacks. You got to look at the, look around and like try on the glasses. Make it like yeah. a friend. I mean, it's like, Oh yeah. Thing. I know. Yeah, I love it. Iced tea. Ooh. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love all of that. I love that I energy. I love the energy of like a caravan frantic road trip where you're trying to deploy the latest in storm Doppler radar technology. Yeah, it's Dorothy like so classic. It's so classic. Everyone so has so done classic. that. Everyone's I mean, been all, there. We can all, we all know that feeling. We all know that feeling. Um, can I ask you like a really personal question? Yeah. And this might like either make you feel really seen or it's going to make me have to insert the cricket noises. Okay. But do you just like when you're home alone or in your car, do you just like perform dramatic monologues to yourself improv style? Absolutely. That's not even personal. Okay. That's just like I do something. it under my mask at work. But is it like in an accent <laughs> sometimes or it's like Yeah, so I this is embarrassing, but I don't care. Do you remember <laughs> Remember <laughs> when Chrissy Teigen released that 20 minute 15 paragraph thing about her when that when she had the horrible miscarriage like not too long ago mm-hmm. i read it out loud in a british accent okay zach every time i'm doing my at-home monologue improv it is yeah. in a british accent yeah i i am like fully i'm i have an unhealthy relationship with the show down abbey so i just do those i just do that in british accents i so, love that so much i oh, and I, yeah. also if i'm home alone i always pretend i'm in a horror movie and i always pretend like i like have to like call my husband and he like yeah. doesn't believe that i've like seen what i've seen yeah like i, I always yeah. in my own home i'm just doing like dramatic turnarounds to no one I, I, what is this Does that of course do yeah like i like i'll like breathe heavy even like even though i know I'm, even though like i'm not scared 
Do you ever just like bake yourself cry to see if you can and then like go back and like look you look in the mirror? I just cry all the time, cry. so I don't know. Oh, I like Do you want to hear like the gayest crazy. thing? Yeah. Something gayer that's even something that's even gayer than actually having than a man having sex with men. Yeah. Like I like re- I my friend gave me the Lana Del Rey poetry book and I read those out loud in British accents. I think that's like not even gay. Super I mask. Like, I think that's like <laughs> actually so masculine. Yeah. Like and I love that. The poems are so bad that they're actually really good. I walked down the street to Mariner's apartment complex the other day in the middle of the road with my arms out, pretending I was in the music video. Yeah. Like there's not even a music video for it, I don't think. And I was just like, yeah, and I was like doing like the whole thing, just like like just just sauntering down the street in the middle of the, the day. Just my friends and I always say that we want to be in a field in the pouring rain crying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. back to Twister. So I think that what you were getting at was the monologue at the end when he when she's like, You've never seen it. Skip that house and skip that house. And no, come for even, yours. Oh, it wasn't okay. even. I was just asking. You've got to move question. on, Joe. Yeah, he was like, I'm sorry, your dad died. Your dad is dead. Your dad Dad is is dead. dead. I'm here. I'm here, Joe. Look what you've got. Look what's in front of you. you. Jesus, Joe, why can't you just forget it? You don't understand, okay? You'll never know. When's it going to be enough, huh? How close do you have to get taught to me? Joe, things go wrong. You can't explain it. You can't predict it. Killing yourself won't bring your dad back. Sorry he died, but it was a long time ago. You gotta move on. Stop living in the past and look at what you got right in front of you. What do you say? Me, Joe. And his like girlfriend is just like sitting there, like she's soaking oh, wet under an umbrella. She's under an umbrella, but soaking wet. I mean, the rain when the rain hits you from all different directions. I think it's so sweet how Philip Seymour Hoff- Philip Seymour Hoffman's character took care of her the whole time. Okay, I have a lot of notes on Philip Seymour Hoffman. Go for gone, He was 29 during this. The energy, con- okay, this is what made Philip Seymour Hoffman one of the greatest actors of, I think, any generation. Food. <laughs> Food. <laughs> the way he embodies the characters that he plays, like, that's him. Like, that's that person. Like I know. that was a, Think about that that. Was a happy-go-lucky storm chasing guy. Think about him playing that character and then like his later character. Like I like in the master. Yeah. Oh God. It's crazy. He was Capote, wasn't he? Yeah. And then yeah, like, like, but then he did like like a similar version of that character in Boogie Nights, where it yeah, was still kind same. of like the happy-go-lucky, but a darker energy. I think that that's so actually good. him. Darker, I, darker, but you know what? I actually think he was more happy go lucky and then oh. just turned. You're right, probably. You know, I, I've how did I've, he die again? Drug overdose, Drugs, heroin, yeah. heroin. Oof. I know that really just man, that gets you. I know, it's just he, like you guys. I'm proud of you though thing. for not crying. I'm really proud of you. Uh, I just want to say, I know oh, someone who has um who had um a heroin addiction and kicked it and now like she's doing great like if you have the option to do heroin you guys like just don't do it yeah we can get you high other ways just although 
don't do it, but you want to know what it feels like, don't you? Oh, if I like get like diagnosed with like cancer, the very first thing I'm doing doing is grabbing cigarettes, getting heroin. What else could I do? That's kind of it. You mean not diagnosed. Do you mean like when they tell you that there's nothing left to do? Probably diagnosed. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have like, I have like a small, like, like basal cell that they can remove. And I'm like, oh, you're like, well, I'm heading down to downtown Los Angeles for some black tar. Um, I gotta, gotta ride that white lightning all the way. um, Ooh. Okay. Anyway, we just told you not to do heroin, but if you are, if you're going to die. Guys, PR, we're going to call Paige PR from now on. Yeah. Our PR team is going to flip out over this. They're not happy with anything we've said tonight. Um, Twister. Twister. People the seatbelt really tighten. want us to talk about this movie. The, I know. And I want to too. It's just that we have <gasps> a lot. The seatbelt Titan was the most we, erotic. Zach, Zach, you and I love an, an erotic, non-erotic moment. We like an aggress. I know because I feel we like, like an aggressive power, like stay safe. We do. We do. When he, he starts driving in her, and is it her truck or what? It doesn't matter. And he's driving and she's like, how are you going to do something? And he just speeds up and he reaches over and he tightens her seatbelt. And she's, and she looks at him like, "Mm." I, I do. I've never noticed that. I've never noticed that. That was, it was probably my uterus. Yeah. But it was. It's just like there's something like okay, as much as We've I'm got like cows, as much as I'm like woke feminist, like like I am married to a man, and like I want to know my man can like buckle my seatbelt and like that you don't, shit. I don't, but you don't have to say I'm a feminist because feminism doesn't mean you're right that you can't like it. It just means that you have to agree to it. I can also it. buckle his seatbelt and. It just means that, like, you have to be, you have to consent to it, and he needs yeah. to be, he needs to know that you consent to it. And I just like knowing, like, the man I'm with can like handle a gun. Yeah. I don't want him to oh. have a gun. But you want him, but you want to know that when the when when there's uh, a when gun, the, he can handle. When the '90s action movie t- commences, he yes. can. If you find a gun, he can use it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I've never been to a shooting range. You know what? You don't have to go to one to shoot things. You sure don't because people do a lot of things that. Yeah, you can right, shoot anyway, anything you want. I know, and no one will do anything about it, no. especially if you're white. Exactly. So we're fine. Um, thanks, Ellie Kemper. Thanks, Ellie Kemper, for all the shit you've caused. Um, I <laughs> okay. want to see this movie in theaters. Um, I think because I did. I don't know if no, I did I or did, not. I but did. The, I was too young. Yeah the the sound levels were wild. I didn't find any bad. I didn't have sound problems this time. No, no, no. I don't mean problems. I just mean like the Experience. the sound of the tornado was like so loud. Yeah, I would love to so hear it in a many movie theater. Tornadoes. I don't understand nighters. I don't understand storm chasing. So okay, this is what I liked about. So this is a really good premise of this movie because in any other movie, you, we find the protagonist running from the problem right they just For, go right in these people so the second the problem is over they're on to the next problem they're looking for the problem so it's like this movie essentially could go on and on and on and on and on and on zach that is such a beautifully astute point i never thought about it that way like that's really smart they are this is an action movie where they're they're going towards the action every every action right. movie is about running away that's they might be me. 
yeah. an earthquake. An anaconda, these a mummy. Well, these, these people are like, where is the thing? Bring me to it. Bring me to it. And we're drive not even, and, and they know they're not going to defeat it. They know but, they're not going to defeat it, but they're going to drive into it. You know what it's, you know what guys, it's like, we're not going to defeat racism, but we can drive into it drive and into we can it. spread our little balls all over it. And you we can learn from building. it you have and we can learn from it balls and the balls fly up and you then can just, you, you need data. to, you need to get your balls all over racism and you need to learn from it. Mm-hmm. It's so true. It's a really good point, Zach. Thank you. I have no reason to, to be making good points, but, but you're doing it. Whatever is in that. Cup. I'm doing it. It's just water. It's not even diet Coke this time. It's just a glass of water. It's just a aluminum so it's got a little taste yeah you have more tumblers than any person i've ever met i get gifted them a lot i just don't i don't have the need for that many tumblers i have my one trusty cup i never wash it (laughs) when you put water in it you don't need to wash it um sludgy how about why is her hair always really good helen's yeah love her like bang like the she has like out. lesbian top energy, like I've never seen before. Well, Zach, if you put a woman in a fucking khaki pant and a goddamn yeah, right. and a, like and white under tank, yeah, like an under tank and a white sports bra, what do you think yeah. you're gonna get? Yeah, you're you're getting lesbian top energy. Helen Hunt yeah. to me has always just been, I mean, hunt hunt for cunt. Helen Hunt for cunt. I bet you that people used to say that in elementary school to her. Hunt for cunt. Hunt for. Do you want to hear my recast of this movie? Oh my god, I would love to. Timothy Chalamet as a tornado. As a tornado, but no, it's so stupid because it's literally just like last week's. But I, I honestly couldn't stop thinking about Emily Blunt and John Krasinski in these roles with Anne Hathaway as Melissa. Okay, that's like pretty good casting. Anne Hathaway's southern voice from Brokeback Mountain, saying, "I gotta go, Julia. We have cows." We have cows. I did. I was just thinking about this today when I was in my house packing up. I was starting to, I keep seeing, cause I'm on HBO max, not like me personally. Like I'm mm. not in a show. I just, you know, log into it. <laughs> that was a weird way of saying that. Yeah. Um, I have a password for it. HBO max. Yeah. Anyway. So I HBO max, the author <laughs> us, please. So I always see like the witches promo like picture yeah. of Anne Hathaway and her the way Anne Hathaway has control of her body is so stunning. Yeah. But I was going around the house and I was like pretending that I could like redecorate it like Matilda style, like magically, but I was like an evil Matilda. Uh-huh. And I'm home alone in the middle yeah. of just a bunch of moving boxes. Chaos. And I yeah. was doing something, I was saying something to the effect of like, I think I'd like something brighter. And then I like went and opened the window. And I had to like walk there, but I like did this whole like movement thing. Mm -hmm. I got to go to bed. Okay. But like, I'm just like, we're all doing this, right? We're all doing, I'm just saying, cause you said, and I think it's more of like a dramatic, I think it's more, we're like water signs. We're dramatic. It's we're sensitive. I think that dramatic. It's crazy. It's so, is Paul as dramatic? No. In different. Oh, no, he's dramatic. Like this morning, he like took to bed from stress and like literally like Victorian style took to bed. I but am a taker to bed. I will. To bed. If I have a runny nose, you will not see me for 
days. Zach, you got the Pfizer shot and I didn't like, I didn't know if you were going to make it for two weeks. It was, I am like, I think I'm like, I'm like a cat. Like I don't want people to see me sick. Yeah. I just need to hide under a porch until I'm a hundred percent better. I get it. I like to really milk the sickness because I have to take care of so many people every day. Oh, you definitely. Yeah. I get that. I'm just like, I'm too frail. Hold on to your butts. My mom, though, is like Aunt Meg, where she's like, I'm going to drive myself to the hospital. It's like, mom, okay, so I think we should get into hanging off. I think we should get into Aunt Meg. Okay. We really haven't gotten into anything. No. We've just read notes and then moved on to other stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want to talk about this scene, the food scene. Okay. We love a food scene. So, do you ever watch Binging with Babish? It's sorry. It's wow, about We like couldn't food. even get into one. <laughs> no, but it's a it's a it's a oh, I never heard series. of it. It's a whole series about he re- he's like a YouTuber who recreates food scenes from movies. So he makes the food oh, from so you would really like it. And it's I very ASMR. Want a hunk of fucking steak with a cracked runny egg and a fucking pile of mashed potatoes in front of me right now and, and when gravy. he cradles that gravy into those potatoes oh my god i literally feel like i'm talking about someone i'm in love with i that scene i know because you know what it is zach you and i are always at war between wanting to be wafy and like we're in the talented Mr. Ripley, just like very bored and tired and frail and thin. Oh, and then the talented also, Mr. Ripley is like my ultimate aesthetic. But then like what, what tr- is true in our hearts is like bit is Joe's big like Irish farmers. Us, yeah. yeah. Is, is like, is like, yeah. like giving you so much food and you're just yeah. like, so because full. my love. big horse legs are like plowing the potato fields and my yes. wife has got to throw potatoes and meat at me to keep my calories up. Exactly. And like that to yeah. us is like, that's love to me. That's my, my family, my family has, I mean, like there is not a family event without six appetizers hitting the table. Like, I mean, we we become so full on appetizers before dinner. We still eat a full ass dinner, but one time my mom got this she used to live in Napa and so I went to go visit her and she got this cheese from the farmers market mm. and it was like it was like a $30 cheese and she mm-hmm. was like okay guys just like eat a little bit because like it's very no. filling. <laughs> the cheese was about this big, like yeah. honestly. And my sister and I were like watching TV waiting for my mom to cook dinner. We eat all the cheese. The cheese is gone. And then about two minutes later, I look over at my sister and the two of us are just like drenched in sweat and like shaking. And we were like, (laughs) we were cheese poisoned. We were like literally like wrapped up in blankets. Like it was the cheese was. (coughs) Here we go again. (laughs) Here we go again. (laughs) Mama Mia. The cheese was so rich that it like instantly clogged our arteries, poisoned us. And then my mom came out. She's like, dinner's ready. And Paige and I were both with like old fashioned. What like, was it? Thermo- it was just, we just, we just had too much cheese. We had the cheese sweats. I've never had the cheese sweats. Zach, you've never eaten cheese this rich. Like when I tell you it was like eating, like it was like, it was like cheese that was so runny and like aged and goopy. Like I, 
I don't know. What it was like King ourselves. Henry. It was like Henry VIII's cheese. It really was like, it was like an ancient cheese from an ancient cellar that we had just, my mom was like, just devoured. And we just couldn't stop. And we had the it's cheese. It's like the episode stuff. of Seinfeld when Elaine eats the cake from, it's like the hundred year old cake or something. Yeah. Um. Do, yeah. Have I ever, have I spoken about the restaurant rights farm on this podcast? No. I haven't. No. Okay, here we go. Let's get into it. Do you eat at places that have gift shops? Uh, almost exclusively not. Okay, well, you're gonna. Mm. This place, it's called Wright's Farm. And if you are in the New England area, make the pilgrimage. It's W.R. Wright's. Anyway, it is a, an, it's an enormous, enormous, now what I would describe as banquet hall with multiple rooms in it. It has not been renovated since. Please do. It has not been renovated since I'm going to guess 1974. Okay. Okay. The clientele of this place is what you would see at Six Flags on a discount day. (laughs) And what they do is you sit down, you don't look at a menu, they just bring you unlimited roasted chicken, French fries. Pasta, salad, and rolls until you say stop. It is so delicious. I'm looking at it right now. It's, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't look at it. (laughs) But I'm telling you right now, sometimes you have to wait. There's a really long payment policy before you get to the menu. You have to, when I tell you this place is enormous, I don't know how to explain it to you. There are probably like 400 tables and sometimes you have to wait an hour. I just don't really under it's literally just you have two options here. Family style baked chicken or 14 ounces choice sirloin steak. Yeah, so it. nobody gets the steak. You just sit down and they sling chicken at you. <laughs> <laughs> I've never th- I've never heard of a restaurant I want to go to less than this place. I'm taking you there when you. I am looking at a picture, Zach. If you take me here, I will slap you in the face. This is my nightmare. I think that Rex would really love it. <laughs> Their Instagram is. They have an Instagram. Yeah, it's wild. It's the saddest Instagram. It looks like a joke. Look at this picture it on is this a- Instagram. It is a joke. No, okay, yeah. No, but this is what I'm telling you. Like, it is a joke. Like The aesthetic. It is a total joke. It's hysterical. Like, we... Oh this my is God, the I grossest thing I've ever seen. I, Guys, I have never seen anything. <gasps> oh, my God. It's like they let you bring in a red bag and that you just fill up the bag with sloppy chicken food. Well, I was told that you can't bring any leftovers home, so I'm not sure about that. But This is really crazy, dude. So the funny thing about Wright's Farm is that you don't tell anyone that you go to Wright's Farm. Like, you, everyone wants to go, and they go, but you do not tell anybody that you went, except I just told 80,000 people. But this is demonic. This is demonic and demented. I'm taking a picture of this, and I'm going to post it on our Instagram. Okay. I've never seen anything like this in my life. It's the most chaotic meal. It's French fries. Yeah. It's pasta with so much marinara sauce on it that like it doesn't make sense. It's just red. And there are shells. Are you fucking kidding me? No. 
And this food tastes good. No, it doesn't it taste tastes good. tastes so good. The salad dressing is made with duck fat. Okay. I'm like, honestly, I, I like, let's get back to Twister. I can't talk about this anymore. Okay. I'm really getting upset by this. this that was really a mini, that was a mini episode. Oh my God. That is the most, like, that's literally my nightmare. Like bulk restaurants are a nightmare to me. So normally, yeah, I agree. But this is like, it's really fucking no, good. Do you eat at Subway? Not like by choice. I mean, like occasionally I have. Yeah. But it's not like. Paul pulled into a Subway the other day. And he said he like basically slapped himself in the face and like woke up from, he was like, where because what sometimes, am I doing? I know because like, so the, the, the main reasons, you. well, the main reasons I've eaten at it are because it's all calorie controlled. Yeah. And it's like quick. It's like a fast food calorie controlled place. So Jared. that's the only reasons I've done it. Yeah. And fucking Jared who didn't he rape children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we weren't <laughs> supposed to talk about pedophilia. Um, oh my god, every time. I know. Every P- time. I know, guys. Honestly, <sighs> public okay. relations is going to kill okay. us. I'm um, going to go back into... I'm, oh my god, I just pulled up a picture of Wright's farm. Don't. All right. Let let's me pull up my notes. I'm going to pull up my notes. Okay. All right. I want to talk about Aunt Meg. Okay. Let's talk about her. Also, because I really want to talk about the drive-in scene when we're done with Aunt Meg. Okay. Um. Well, I wrote a note to you something I know you don't like, or maybe you did like it. I can't remember, but they really pit the women against each other in this film. Well, I like when two sharp women, two doctors go against each other, but this was like Helen Hunt had the upper hand in this situation. So it didn't seem like a fair fight. I mean, yeah. If Helen Hunt was in like the therapist's office, there was nothing for her to do there. That's yeah, no, you're right. We just didn't see her in the right situation but all the like everyone there likes her not jamie gertz but like they were very sweet to jamie like everybody oh was they sweet. were so everybody sweet. was really sweet to jamie like yeah. nobody hated jamie but aunt meg like loves bill whatever his name was i forget loves but bill. yeah is it biz, so, bill? oh my god it is bill if i was in a movie i would be like okay every character i play has to be named sloan because i don't i won't remember i can't otherwise. learn it can't um learn, i can't learn that name so that's like awkward, but someone like, yeah, like she's all of us. Like, Meg you know, like we follow Jamie. No, Melissa. Yeah. Like Jamie Gertz is like all of us. Like we fall in love with this successful meteorologist Who and, hasn't? you know, like we're just running an errand. We're just throwing on we're our cream pantsuit and we're just trying running to get an some errand. divorce paper signed. We're just running an like... errand. And the next thing you know, we're like, we're just following them every, anywhere they go because we think that we need to lift them up and support them next thing you know why was she kidnapped on this oh she was like this is fun i want to go at first she was like no honey i love this it's fun but then the next thing you know she's remember the truck lands in front of her and she has that panic attack and then the next tornado comes but then that's what leads us to this like drive-in scene which i think is one of the greatest scenes in any movie in any movie because it's double spooky because first you have The Shining playing. Which was only 16 years old at the filming of this movie. Are you so kidding that's, me? That's no, so, so weird. I know. So when you're watching this movie, when it like came out and you're thinking, oh, they're watching like an old movie. No, that would be like us watching a movie from 2005. <laughs> Zach, I swear to God, you throw me into more... Like time existential loops. time loop crisis is the isn't anything. that nuts though? Like when I 
I know because when I was thinking about this scene, I was like, I wonder how old The Shining is. And it was made in 1980. The Shining is made in 1980? Yeah. I thought it was made in like 1819. Yeah, that was the original. But yeah. (laughs) The Shining. I would love to talk about The Shining on here. I really would. I think like Brokeback Mountain was made in 2005 or something. Like Mean Girls was made in 2004. So it's like. (laughs) We should remake Twister, but Mean Girls. (laughs) But it's Mean Girls is in the (laughs) drive-in. But I love like the whole vibe of that is that what I was just explaining, like it's dark and they're all hanging out together. They're like on this road trip and they're on this pit stop. But then like the wind picks up. I love, is it like, it's like the movie theater is in the middle of the motel that they're all staying in? It's across the, the motel's across the street. Oh, okay. I couldn't figure out like the, I couldn't get a lay of the land there. Which I think is a really poor choice for the drive-in because all the people would do in the motel was just put their radio stations onto the yeah thing and watch it and just kind of like peek out their window yeah but nice i love like when she when melissa's lying on the bed in the motel and the curtains are blowing Mm. you can get like this balmy breeze i know yeah like the magnolias are blowing in the wind i mean i'm that's gonna be me pretty soon i know have you seen a magnolia in person zach you know it's so funny you say that when we were in atlanta this last few weeks ago all the magnolias were in bloom and it was i mean they're the magnolias are bigger than your head like they i know i i spent a week in stunning pigeon forge tennessee about two years ago wow what were you doing down there doing some duck hunting or my cousin river uh, shooting shooting my cousin rivers? uh <laughs> paid me all all expenses paid down to dollywood are you for real I am being Dolly as serious as a June bug on the fourth of July. I'm telling you, I know that I know that everyone's getting annoyed because we promised that we would talk about Twister, but fuck y'all. Um, that's not true. We love you. Um, Dollywood <laughs> is go, go go there. Dollywood is grade A, prime A plus place to go. And I and I didn't really know much about Dolly Parton or Dollywood for that matter. But my cousin, I was unemployed at the time. And my cousin called me and was like, hey, she was recently divorced and was like, hey, I'm going to Dollywood with the kids and I would love another adult to come with me. I'll pay for your hotel, the flights, everything. I was like, of course, sign me up. So I go there and we road tripped from Birmingham, Alabama to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. It was the most incredible place i have ever been it was just so fun over the it top. was so clean and so well everything is thought of we stayed in the dollywood like resort and it was amazing was it cheesy or was it like no nice? not at all there are cheesy aspects of it that you can appreciate like sure are there like butterfly like statues hanging from the ceiling yeah Love but it. they greet you every time you enter the hotel with fresh ice cold lemonade it's like it's an, honestly, it's perfect for kids like you and Paul. Once you're in Atlanta, it's, I think it's a very quick drive. I just like, if you want me to be instantly like happy, greet me at the door, like on with a silver tray with a, with a drink. On yeah. It. It's very it's housewives. Me. It's just so, it's, I love that. Yeah, no, this. When you come to Atlanta, you are going to sit on my porch. I'll pour you some sweet tea and we're just going to talk. About the neighbors. I can't wait, y'all. Look at this curl. 
Well, that's an Atlanta pearl. <laughs> you got to get oh down to the barber. Oh. Yesterday, speaking of Atlanta. So I, said that you have to, I said that you had to go to the barber. <laughs> I'm not going to go to the barber. Um, yesterday in Home Depot, I was there with Rex and he, I had him on a trolley because I had to like get a bunch of movie boxes. And so he got, he gets up off the trolley. He starts doing this, like he's staring at me, like locked eyes doing this, like butt wiggle thing like this. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he lifts up his leg and farts. Mm-hmm. There's people in the aisle and he's just yeah. doing this. And I'm like, Rex lifts up his leg, farts. He goes, is that Atlanta style? <laughs> I don't. I, I wouldn't know. put Atlanta in that. I don't think that's Atlanta style. I don't know what Atlanta style is, but I don't think it's that. I don't want to, I don't want the good people of Atlanta to think we're coming in hot like that. No, I can't. I know. This kid comes up with stuff. Okay, I'm going into my notes. I have to get into your notes. Do you have any drive-in scenes? Um, I don't personally have any drive-in scenes. Um, I did say I love. I'm kind of skipping to the end. (laughs) I love a movie where it has the climatic, climactic, climatic, climactic. Yeah. Am I saying it right? Yeah. Where it has the moment of climax and then you're like, woo, everybody's cheering. And then it goes back into like the bad action. I love when movies do that. I do too. I love that like Uh, twisty, that twisty shit. I also love, I wrote um, the last heart, the last tornado is iconic. I mean, literally they hadn't had one like that in 30 years. That scene is so good so good that's, that's the whole movie's so good but that's i know fantastic. but like i wrote like there's something about um that scene that's like so physical like they are those two actors like bill paxton and helen hunt they're like falling they're getting up they're sprinting they're hiding they're ducking they're screaming it must have been so physical for them to do that scene i was like exhausted just watching them they run like the acres, and acres and acres and acres Oh, I don't, I like literally like I had to get up to the bathroom floor tonight. And I was thinking to myself, like, I have to start using my body more. Cause like, it's not, you have to work at making, there might work. be, a, there might come a time where you need to pick Rex up and run. I have, I started doing this thing with Rex cause he loves to do like shootouts in our house. <laughs> so like I give him like, I give him a shot. He's like, it's high noon. Okay. <laughs> high noon at the okay corral no we do um i'll put on block rock and beats mm-hmm. that song you know back when mm-hmm. it was block rock and beats oh and yeah we both we hide around the corners and then we like come out and like pew pew at each other you're like we love it have i ever sent you any of the videos i edit of rex doing his like yep. fight scenes yeah yeah so I, like we he loves fight scenes so we were doing block rock and beef, and then of course in my head I'm like doing a whole like I'm saving my son. I'm a badass assassin mom. Yeah. And so the other day I grabbed him and I slid back and I pretended to like shoot while I had Rex like on my lap as I'm sliding yeah. across the floor. And, and now I'm you're like, in a wheelchair. Well, I'm in a wheelchair, but I look back and Paul goes, <laughs> "What are you doing?" He's in the kitchen washing dishes, and I was like. You're like, stay away from my son. Literally. And then like, I was like, Rex, get him. And I was like, I've got you. Anyway, probably why my son is the way he is. I'm probably, yeah, now I'm getting it. I'm, I feel bad that I was blaming him. Yeah. I'm it's me. Yeah. It's, it's me. It's you, but it's, it's, want to talk about Carrie Elwes dying. Okay. 
Yeah, I do. And Carrie Elwes was so rude in this film for like no reason. I want to know what. So I I think that he and Joe had a thing before Joe and Bill had a thing. Because there's no reason for him to be so rude to Bill other than that. Mm-hmm. And then he got famous and he got big and he had money. And are there like famous storm? I mean, I guess Al Roker's yeah. a Well, no. On like, there's all, there's like Storm Chasers, like the show. Like people love those shows. Really? I've never watched yeah. a Storm Chaser show. Maybe I, I haven't either, start. but people love those shows. But okay. Carrie Elwes wasn't so rude. That he deserved the hum die of tornado deaths. <laughs> like, so the thing is, it's like he really got I mean the writers died. of this movie, the writers of this movie, not they weren't just like, let's kill off the bad guy. They were it was so gruesome. Like he's in a car with his close friend who gets impaled by a pole. And not only does that happen, but now he's stuck in the car with his impaled friend's dead body and they're just swinging around a tornado. Now he's not dead yet. Cause nothing's happened to him. They're just swinging around a tornado with his dead exact. friend. There's blood. There's everywhere rain. There's every, and he's then covered in it. They throw him into a free fall to his fiery death. That was so not funny, but like, <clears throat> Helen and Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton are watching the impalement. Then they're watching the spin around. But what gets them is the the fireball. That's when they finally go. Like they thought that maybe he could survive the impaling. It was just like, like, yeah, he was a dick. But he, I don't know if he deserved that. <laughs> like, really was the hum die of it was, it was like the weird. They were like, send in a scorpion. Now shoot him in the balls. Now it was like he got really torn it apart. Was like the cat, like the cow comes and like kicks him through. The yeah. And knocks his jaw off, like while he's still alive. Like he, he really, really I, got fucked Zach, up. You know what's so funny, Zach? And this is why we found each other is that we both have the same macabre thought of like, he's in there with his dead friend and he's just <laughs> screaming spinning around like this is yeah happen, but like he's in there he's in there and he's not dead yet can i go i dark? think yeah you know i know do you want me to do um, yeah do you, uh, yeah it's pretty, bad. it's pretty bad i mean you have to remember that we can always edit something out Okay, you know how like sometimes I don't know if you go through this, but I went through a phase where I would like watch like really gruesome stuff on the internet because we grew up in like the era of like rotten. Remember like rotten.com? I didn't, rotten.com? I didn't went do through that. this phase. You're a I did go to I you think can't handle. Well, yeah, we're both water signs, but Pisces I'm, are a I'm little more yeah. You can't but, handle all that. But did I did go to rot I think I remember going to rotten.com and seeing like a parrot chewing on a dick or something once. That's like not that bad. That's like not that crazy. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Like that was funny to me. Yeah, no, no, no. I there is a video that went around. You can't even see anything, but it's this family in like Russia and they're driving. And by the way, guys, don't Google this because you don't want you don't want to hear this. But I'm going to tell you about it because I like being told. Are you things. sure you're going to tell us about it? I don't Should have we text to. page. No, I'm just going to say it. Okay. <laughs> Family is taking an afternoon drive through a very bleak highway in Russia. Yeah. And I don't know why we're, the, we're charting there. So be careful. That is true. Well, they're going to, they're probably going to, 
either bump us up or down for this. <laughs> there, this family's driving along, and all, and it's like a, a mom is in the passenger seat, the dad is driving. There's like a kid and a, I think the grandma in the back seat, and there's a truck in front of them. And all of a sudden, a brick just flies off the truck and comes through the window and kills the mom while they're driving. And it's there's a dash cam, so the the camera's facing out, but it's just the screams of the people inside the car, and it's. Like to this day, I I just occasionally will just hear hear those screams. You, you wait. It's like the lamb. It's like the silence of the lambs. It's the silence. <laughs> you hear the are, lambs. Are the people screaming, Sloan? <laughs> it's like yeah, they are. Those Russians are still screaming in my mind. That wasn't as dark as I could get because I've seen some dark shit on Rotten, but I do think this will segue us nicely into another kind of not as dark a story. Nothing bad happens, but it is also a tornado story. If you'd like to hear one. Oh yeah, you have a tornado story. Multiple tornado stories. I've been through a lot of tornadoes. Tell us the biggest one. Somewhat of a storm chaser myself. Somewhat of a tornado girl. I was in an F4. (laughs) (laughs) I drove my car. I drove my car into the side of his pretty little F4. Wow, a lot of Carrie Underwood today. I'm sorry. I I tried something. The weird thing is, is though, is that when you were telling that story, I was thinking about the time that I was in the car with my mom, my aunt, my sister, and my grandmother. And we slid during an ice storm. We, (gasps) we like spun off of the road. And every time I hear the song, like for whatever reason, Jesus take the wheel. Like that's what I think of, but it's weird that as you said that, so that that's the third Carrie Underwood song that's been. Carrie Underwood, if you're listening. Where well, what's going to happen is tomorrow, she, like she'll come out and say she's pregnant or something. Like, something well, like will something happen. will, yeah, something will or happen. Or she'll die in a tornado. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. We're not That'd be predicting. Wild. Yeah. That'd be so scary. She okay, does so, live in like, yeah. Okay. So here's my, here's my best tornado story. Okay. I went to university of Missouri for one year. And wow. when yeah, I know when I was there, the movie silent hill came out. And so we went to the theaters to see it. Um, you ever see that movie? Yeah, I think yeah. so. It's I watch it like all the time. I think it's very scary. So in the movie Silent Hill, when the town of Silent Hill turns into like the monster town, they play these like really loud, super scary sirens. Sirens uh-huh. are scary. That's Those like tornado sirens are scary. Yeah. That's a horrible noise. Yeah. Well, I've I live in Miami. Like we don't like we'll get like water spouts, but we don't have tornadoes where it's like get underground. Like, yeah, there's no underground here. So I have never heard a tornado siren before. Like not part of my my world. So we watch Silent Hill. Blah 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 blah. Every time the monsters come, the sky turns gray, the ash starts falling, and then the mm-hmm. tornado sirens go off, and the monsters come. And whenever we watch the movie, it was really scary. I go back to my dorm room. I wake up the next day and my dorm room had this like really huge window and I like open my eyes and I like look outside and it's like it's so it's so dark it's like almost black and I'm like uh-huh. that's weird and it's like I don't know 9 30 in the morning so it's like it's it's early but there's usually people around there is nobody around like I don't see a soul and I and like and I live in the middle of like three different dorms so like there's always people milling about and the sky is black and there, and it's getting darker and there's no one around and I'm laying in bed and I'm like I feel really creepy and this is literally the night after I go see this movie and all of a sudden I hear
am like, <laughs> like literally like SpongeBob meme. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? When I tell you, I was like, I'm like, I'm in a, I'm, I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. Like, this is a dream. Like, I was like, the, the, the monsters are coming. I opened the door of my hallway and I, I always sleep in just like a t-shirt and like undies. So I like mm-hmm. open the door of my hallway and I'm like, hello, hello, hello. What is that noise? What is that noise? There is no one on my floor. Like no one. I'm in my underwear and I just like, luckily I had like my 19 year old body. So like me, right yeah. now, this, I mean, tits were up here. Yeah. Looking yeah. good. Like nothing's moving. Nothing yeah. Moving. Like I look great. Yeah. I'm like running down the stairs until I finally find someone. And at this point I am like, I'm hyperventilating because mm-hmm. the noise is so loud and I'm just screaming. I'm like, what is that? What is that? And it's an RA from a floor below me. And they're like, it's a tornado siren. We just have to go down to the basement. And I went down to the basement and there was like all these people down there. We just had to like wait for like an hour while this tornado passed by. In your and underwear. And I'm I'm sitting there. I, luckily, it was in the all girls dorm. Oh, okay. Lucky. But I'm just sitting there. I'm like, that's what you guys do. That's the noise. You got get something nicer. Get something like, hey guys, a tornado's coming. Just like be calm. No, those are, I was in a town where I was in a hotel and everyone in the town knew that they were having, that they were testing those sirens, except the people who didn't come from the town. So they like went off and everyone in the hotel panicked, but they were like, you idiots, you don't watch the local news. It's like, no, I don't. And like that sound is just, it's It's like. so blood curdling. Yeah. It's so yeah it's just so upsetting because you only hear it in movies when something horrible is about to happen yeah so like to hear that and like you just like look out like i just can't really explain to you how much the outside looked like silent hill and then to hear that exact noise was just like one of the like worst feelings like i've ever like i because i just thought i was yeah it just felt like a really weird dream okay should we get back into twister (laughs) Why don't you open up your questions? Because I feel like yeah, that's, that's where that like, I want to make people feel like they've been heard. Because guys, the weird thing is, is like we loved this movie and we really wanted to talk about it, but it's leading us happens. into all these directions. I don't know what happens. Like we really did enjoy this movie and it just like. Oh, no. Then, yeah. I okay. mean, we're talking about it. It's just. We're talking about it, but like in very, very loose terms. Okay, here yeah. we go. Are you ready? All right. The biggest little kitty says, good to know a belt and a grounded piece of pipe 30 feet deep will keep you safe from a tornado. It is just wind. I mean, I think that that's I think that that could happen. (laughs) Amanda Cap said the steak and eggs they eat at Meg's look so good. Come eat at Aunt Meg's steak and eggs. So good. True Craft Barbecue wrote, love it. We're going in. (laughs) Nature is wild, isn't it? Nature is wild. Let's see. This is a very good point from D. Zorosa. Why were there so many storm chasers in such a small town? That's a great idea. That's a great question. I think it's because they were entering into like peak season. And I think that was like the, I think that was like the most active spot. Yeah, I guess so. Boylands83 said, I fucking love this movie and can't believe how many lines I recall over 20 years later imminent ruage i mean philip seymour hoffman's lines were yeah no and i agree like so a lot of times like you go through life saying things a certain way and you don't know you don't question it and you don't know why but then you'll watch a movie and you'll be like oh my god that's where i got that yeah and i feel like that's yeah 
literally your so dad's many- dead joe your dad's dead. So <laughs> H. Paul G. He always makes me laugh. He's I think I sent this to you earlier. He said Bill files for divorce at the peak of tornado season. Seems like he didn't really want out. Yeah, I don't think he filed. I think that he filed a while ago, but he chose yeah. that day. He was like, where the fuck are you? And he's um, a meteorologist, so he knows exactly what's going on that day. Yeah. True. Lauren Sorensen says what everybody is thinking. We'll watch every time I see it playing on TV, which is about once a once a month. It plays all the time, but I have to say something. I do not watch movies on television. One, I don't have cable. I only have like, I, I mean, I have Hulu Live, so I can watch like live TV. But yeah. I don't like to watch movies that I love when they're on TV because it like spoils it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Gisela Mozzarella, great name, says, hell mm. yeah, I love this movie. I love having dreams of being moved over by a tornado truly. Like a tornado, like, like I guess she means like the so, final yeah. scene where it's like blowing over them. Like imagine you have someone dressed, like dress up as a tornado mm. and they just spin around and like. On you? Yeah. And just like hit you with like pieces of debris. Yeah. And a cow. <laughs> oh, I wanted to talk about the sounds of those weird water tornadoes that were making like diamond they were making like this weird like it like they were like they were spinning glass did you notice that like the sounds of those water sister tornadoes like in that scene where the cow is coming in i'm gonna have to go replay that oh my god it's so weird the sound of the tornado is like this magical like diamond powers thing it's (laughs) like like weird like twinkly yeah it's like if elsa from frozen like was building a tornado (laughs) okay wait brian brooks says please talk about philip seymour hoffman saying the suck zone decades before we were ready we yeah i'm still not ready for that talk about a suck zone Julie MJ, one of our sweet girls, 1986, says, This movie made me have nightmares about tornadoes coming at my house, yet I always watch it. Same, Julie. Yeah, I live in New England and we maybe have a tornado every five to 10 years, but I always felt like a tornado was coming. We always have tornado watches. I feel like every day in Miami is a yeah. tornado watch. Like, watch out, it's coming. Yeah. Valve MC says, this movie is just Helen Hunt trying to exact justice against nature. Also, RIP Bill Paxton. I know. So many people in here saying, like, Bill Paxton, hottest. Bill Paxton, love him. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton and Titanic. Conchita Bonita says, this is my favorite movie on Earth. I can recite most lines, and it's the reason I'm married. We need to unpack that. I'm going to DM her and get the story can there. she call in? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Left-handed wants to know, would you rather get caught in a twister or chased by a T-Rex? Think twister. Ian, freeze! <laughs> Run! <laughs> run i think the t-rex to be honest with you because you could just freeze yeah but the twister goes away the t-rex doesn't i love how it's like the twister just like it like disperses and it's just like i know it's beautiful isn't nature wild dude when i was at mizzou (laughs) we were playing a game of frisbee out in like this huge courtyard and all this and like it was a nice day and like literally all of a sudden it was so dark outside and we're in this huge open field and everybody just starts getting pelted with hail. Like Zach, the, it was like the size, like there are pieces the size of the microphone. Like you have to get like hail insurance and stuff for your car. Yeah. Like dents and stuff. We were running and I was just like 
it hurts so it hurts very badly to get pelted. It's like, like random, yeah, like yeah. random chunks of ice. And I'm just like, what's happening? And then the bad part is you have to find like the nearest building and hide inside there. And then if the sirens come on, I I lived through so many tornadoes during my time at Mizzou. I got stuck in the gym one time for like four hours and the entire <sighs> football team would like, they had like their weight and practice room. Mizzou has one of the, when I tell you the nicest gym in the country, they have a lazy river in like their swimming pool area, like a tropical oh wait, Like it was fucking bonkers there. Was it just you and the football team? No, there were like other people, but I was like down there with like the entire Mizzou football team, like hiding. But Zach, like, what it was like that pig. It was like that picture from like all those memes where it's like the young girl and like sitting all the guys and she's her. yeah. <laughs> it was like that, except everybody was at the gym, and now we're in a basement. So and we were there for hours. Do you, Yikes. do you know what that smelled like? I sure do know what that smells like. It smelled like cum. <laughs> it did. The, did I tell you about the the bucket of jock straps at my high school? Mm. Tell me. Did I? So I told you that we, my friends and I were going to the open house at my high school. Yes. I forgot to ask you about this. So we went and we laughed so hard. The whole, it was like, really, it was fun and we had fun, but we went into the locker room and there was like laundry, like laundry baskets. about that? No. Cause it was just an open house hmm. and I wanted everyone to see where I showered. So hmm. we went into this and this school is like fucking dated it's dated so we went into the locker room and there were like wheelie laundry baskets of like jock straps and i wasn't sure if they just put it there for like historical accuracy or like <laughs> like you don't just take like the school isn't washing your jock straps for you any like it's not 1954 like so it was like of set decoration somebody had that's what it so it was like a they were treating it like a museum like you could just walk through and like you could do whatever you want yeah like it was weird like and it was like a it, like immersive experience where you're just like taking pictures. it was it was like madcap yeah we were taking pictures we like we were like it was very bizarre that's actually weird. i'm gonna send you a picture Please um do. because i would love for you to describe like what this is like to okay. Because we um, we found like this weird room that we didn't know existed. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a dream I have all the time where I found a room. This is now I want you to know, like I'm standing in the doorway of this room. I just texted it to you. So that room, I'm standing in the doorway and it's probably like five feet across. This is the disappointments like, room. That's so we called it like the Russian punishment room. Yeah. This is for the very, very, very naughty girls. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Uh, yeah. There's just like, what we also found. I know that room is so dark and creepy, right? I don't like that. We, we oh my also God, and found the smiley face of push pins on the wall. <laughs> no, it was energy. creepy. We also found these weird pictures of us in high school. Like someone had put them like on cork boards, like, but not just for this day. Like they had been there. Their pictures were like curled up. Like they had been hanging there for like decades because they have been, but there was a picture of us when they took us to Italy and they gave a bunch of 15 year olds shots of this, like limoncello hundred proof. Like when we were on a volcano, (laughs) they literally were like 16 years old and they were like round of shots for the kids. (laughs) 
the rules are different in Europe. Okay, it's a loosey goosey. It was weird. It was weird. Anyway, that's guys, hilarious. Sorry. I know. No, I love. I love um, that. I love that sidetrack. That was a weird. It was weird. Um, no, I'm happy you got to. I'm happy my favorite place. My favorite place in my high school was the nurse's office, and we weren't even allowed to go in there. So Zach, that is so gay. I know. I like loved to be like. I loved to like go take a nap on like that nasty leather couch. Oh. And like call my mom and like, <laughs> like mommy. She'd be like, mother. <laughs> I feel like you were just like always a little sick from something. You're just like, oh, I was like a weird, like pale Victorian baby. Like you're, you know who you are. You're the boy from the secret garden. Yes, like, I am that boy. But they they call me that boy all the time. That's who you are. Yeah. That's totally. who you are. And I'm like, I'm going to be, I'm going to come to you and be like, you're mean, like your mean cousin. And I'm going to like, your cousin Mary. Yeah. yeah. I love that movie. That is That's such a scary. good movie. And the music from that movie is incredible. Is the uncle Trent Reznor or does he just, is he just impersonating Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails? Isn't the uncle, wait like, a minute. The, like he's just like a dark hidden man. It's her father, isn't it? No, it's her uncle. Her parents oh, no, yeah, die yeah, yeah. in like an you know what I'm thinking of? emergency. No, wait. Wait, are, are we, I think we're mixing up a little princess with Secret yeah. Garden. No, yes. Secret Garden, Sarah's parents. No, her name's not Sarah. Maybe it is. In Mary. The secret, Mary. In the Secret Garden, Mary's parents die at that party. There's like an earthquake or something or something happens. They're at that party. They're in India. Yes. And then, no. Do... Does the secret garden take place in India as well before she gets shipped off to the countryside? Yes, they die in India and she gets shipped back to England. Those movies are routine. are the same movie basically. The same. They're coming together in one in one thing. You actually, I think, I think on Apple TV you can like buy them and they're the it's same. A pack. It's, it's a just pack, the same yeah. movie. But yeah. do you remember in A Little Princess when the dad doesn't remember her and she's like, "Papa, remember India, India." And then he remembers, and it's like this. And it's yeah. Sarah. Oh, Sarah. I have goosebumps all over my body. My legs are so prickly right now. Yeah, it's that. Those movies I, are. Can you even like see my goosebumps? Like, I know, like those them? movies are very. Um, Ew. Should get that checked out. Yes, heroin time. Uh, I love going to the dermatologist, that but mole looks I bad. like love those like '90s children's movies had so much that children probably like shouldn't not like anything sexual or violent but it's just like very like deep emotion it that was a child like can't every, process well every movie from the 90s for children was like we're gonna make an english patient for kids <laughs> like, oh my was, god that is exactly yeah 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 <laughs> like that was the vibe of like everything was like we're gonna make you an american girl doll movie but all of her family we're gonna dead. murder her family <laughs> but my mom like loved all of like my mom like actually loved like all of those movies and i don't think that they make those movies for like they don't do that anymore like they don't make kids movies that adults would also like no not at all like those movies were so good i know and they were like yeah like why don't they do that anymore why don't they make kids movies like that i don't know with like a devastated orphan <laughs> Where everyone's mean so, to her. I was so scared of being an orphan who was like, like rich and then poor. I'm so scared know, of like, that. I think like my, I think I, I'm like very privileged in like a family aspect. So I was never afraid of being an orphan, but because of all those movies, I was afraid of my parents dying all the time. Yeah. Now I'm like, 
I mean, I don't want my parents to die. I'm just saying. No, I'm they can't because we haven't recorded what, in Palm Springs yet. Do you know what my dad? Well, that would be my house then, Zach. So we could like. Oh, yeah, that's true. There. That's um, true. Okay. Well, we'd also have to like kill my stepmom. But anyway, neither here nor there. We're not going to do that. What was I just about Twister. to say? <laughs> no, no, no. It definitely wasn't about oh, Twister at all. Head. Twister's done. Yeah. I don't understand what happened. Like we wanted to talk about Twister. We had so much to say, but like, honestly, you know what? Guys, we didn't realize that there was no, yeah, there wasn't a plot. And the thing is, is like, it's we love about the that weather. Yeah, yeah. And like, we loved it. Talk- and they did such a good about. job at it. But I think that we talked about like, we hit the main things. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. What I else? mean, whatever. DM me if you want to talk about it. I more. feel bad. I feel like people were like really excited for this. And we were just like, here's a we story about. Exactly yeah, into them. high school and we let them down. We let them um, down. We might we might be better next week. We were really good last week. Last week I think we were great. I know, yeah. We were concise. We were tight. We kept it tight. We kept it on track. You, you took a Xanax. Tonight? No, did you tonight? Zach, spoiler alert. I take one every night. Oh, so the last time it was just hitting different? You know what it is tonight? I had like no carbs and just that one Oreo and then like all the other food I ate today. So it's like my stomach, it, it's mm-hmm. hitting me. Yeah, like yeah. I'm more loosey goosey right now because I don't have okay. much food in my system. So I'm just sort of like vibing out. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not like, I'm not on track. I okay. want to go. I want to tell you one thing I do love about Twister. And this is something that I love in a movie. I wrote the final pull away scene, exit like scene overhead shot. When a movie from the 90s, that movie's ending, the credits are going to roll. When it like the shot co- goes back and they just like show everybody like celebrating. Yeah. I thank God the horses are okay. I love to see, I, I, I will rewind and watch every single actor like each time. Yeah. Like, I know. Do you think they yelled cut? Like, do you, so that's the thing. Like, I love that. And the credits were rolling and we were still watching them. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Me too. I want to see people like celebrating. And this is another, like, like, this is another thing. Like you can't, like that doesn't happen anymore. And I don't know why, I don't know who is telling movie makers that we don't want to see this stuff. And like that being uh, said, it's like, I'll tell you who millennial Gen Z like every single thing. And I can't take credit for this because I was asking Paul, I'm like, why don't they do this stuff anymore? And Paul's like, uh, cause they can't franchise that. Like everything's a franchise. Like I know, they don't, but they I don't want to that... risk it. They don't want to risk the money on something that doesn't have a huge That's... return. It's just like, because the thing is, and I've said this, I think I've said this every single episode, but like you, can you even imagine putting actors that age in this movie that we have now? No, because like, we don't have any 31 year olds that look like that. Or I know, or that act like that. And like Helen Hunt you. had like a weird tooth. And it was like taken seriously. Like I can't imagine this movie being made today with that, with the, with that age of actor and like my mom going to see it. Like, yeah. Did people, I mean, people went to see it, obviously did 500 billion. It was 500 million. I didn't say billion. I said million, but it sounded like. I oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, well, everyone went to the movies because if you didn't go to the movies, you had to wait about four years for it to come out on VHS. Re- do you remember like waiting for a movie to come on HBO? Oh, oh my God. You were, you were two years older. <laughs> <It was laughs> like, like when it finally came on, you're just like, 
it's been 84 years. No, seriously. And like, and then, and then forget taping it. Like, I mean, I can't oh my believe God. like the thing you, you guys, I, oh my God, I'm so old. You guys, I no, feel like, you, the, I feel like the meme where I'm saying like Netflix used to come in a DVD in the mail. It like absolutely did, but it's but guys before that we would have to like get a blank tape to wait by our clock for HBO to strike 8 p.m. And you would press record and you would pray that you haven't recorded over like your cousin's christening or something. Your your cousin's bris. Like you're just like, <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, I guess I don't really like need this Home Alone too. I'll just erase it and start anew. But even outside of that, we are so familiar with the movies that we're talking about because we were, because That's we, we had got our asses off of the couch to sift through thick tapes and to stick them into a VCR and to rewind them because, you know, our ass didn't rewind them before, like after we watched them the last time. And we sat there handed to me if my dad went for a a tape and it wasn't rewound. You need to be kind and rewind girl, because thinking that it is, it was just wild. Like we watched these movies over and over again because we had to own them. And like, we went to circuit city and bought them. And it's just like, (laughs) it's just like, Oh my it's just God. like wild. Like we watched these movies over and over again. Like we couldn't just watch them whenever you would, we. You would buy a movie because you were like, I, this is all I have. I can't. We just- had to buy entertainment centers to house these hundreds of thick VHSs. And your parents, and your parents would be like, don't touch that remote. Don't touch that. You have. So oh, there were 70 your remotes. Parents, your, here's what your parents would do in the early nineties. If you guys don't remember this. So you would have a huge big screen TV and then around it was an ugly wooden thing and you would have so all ugly your, you'd have all your tapes on one side in a in a cabinet then then the other cabinet you'd open it and there's no less than 10 big blocks of like yeah. RCA or Sony <laughs> things that all yeah different zenith things. zenith yeah and, and every remote had a different thing and if you touched one if you looked at one button wrong <laughs> If you're a light watching. was red, forget it. You're not watching a movie. And if your dad saw you even looking at <laughs> it, he would come over and he would slap the remote out of your yeah. and say, don't ever touch that again. And then and then you'd close that weird glass thing that had a magnet. It was a glass know, door with but, a magnet. But that ASMR for that click, it was, it was like, it's not a click. It's like a click thud. It was like a bing. Like a bing. Oh, yeah. You're, yeah. It was like a boom. Boom. No, it really was. And I would close and then you would sit down. You'd push it to open it. (laughs) And then you'd open it and then you'd be like, dad, can you help me? And he'd be like, so mad at you already. And like the whole thing was like off. And and if you'd have to have it on channel three. And if you had your Super Nintendo plugged in. Forget it. So like guys, like we had to work so like you think it's bad that like we had to stay inside for a year like you don't even know what our life used to be like 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 to to even watch TV you had to go through it was like in Ghost I guess you don't really remember Ghostbusters but like the like the keymaster your dad was the keymaster and you had to go to him and be like please sir like a trek across your house may may I please have have the movie. When I remember, like, oh, so crazy. And when I remember, like, when I learned how to, like, remove the, to change it over from, like, my Nintendo or, like, whatever it was, like, to the VCR. Hacker man. Yeah, I was, like, 
I would be like, yeah, seriously, you'd be like plugging in those three things, like the red, yellow, and whatever, like like the white. What made you feel more adult-like than being like, yeah, I got got this. I just felt like my, I had a big swinging dick when I could like get those. Oh my God. I remember my dad had like the CD changer where it would like pop up and you could like put the different CDs in. And like, that was a whole thing. I mean, guys, like we used to have to listen to like CDs. Like before I had a stereo in my room, a stereo in my room that was like the size of a fucking suitcase. And I could put five discs. I could put five discs in it and you could hit shuffle. And in between every song, it was like, and then one song would play and then it would be like, Do you remember when you had, did your parents ever have the CD, the C, the five CD player in the, the trunk? So you would have to like go and load the CDs in the trunk of the car. Do you remember that? No. Oh my God. What a, what a time to be alive. Oh my God. No, I had a rental car with like a five CD changer, like in the, in the front. Yeah. It was wild. No, this is in the back. Those in times back. were wild. My grandma had a car. She had a, a Jag and in the backseat of the Jag was N64. What? I'll never forget my aunt getting a Volvo with a phone in it. I remember my dad getting a phone in this car and I was just like, witchcraft. And I would just like call, I would be like, let's call my mom. She'll never believe that we're like in a car. We're in the car. We're in the car. We're so How about old. do you remember getting do you remember getting a new cell phone and just being like calling someone be like I'm on my new phone? I mean, like I didn't have a phone till I was 60. I was we discussed in the last episode. Like, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just remember having the same Nokia for about 10 years because they're mm. actually indestructible. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know where this just because we're just talking about the member berries of the 90s and like how hard I we know. had to work to watch Twister over and over and over again. Over and over and over and over. And I like I I, I loved this movie. I like I've so guys, it. this is one of the movies that we that we like still love. Yeah, this was this is my, my sister said we should start rating the movies. And I think maybe we should do it like a tornado I, I scale. Do, this is well, an guess, F5. Guess where I do it. Where? Letterboxed. <laughs> Oh, right. I should probably follow you. This was an F5 for me. Um, yeah, totally. Um, I I don't know what I actually gave it, but I do have um I think you probably yeah. gave it like four stars. I think I gave it four out of five. Yeah. yeah. You're not gonna give it five. Give no, fives example. are of give a five. Yeah, but don't say Gosford Park. That's one of them. Um no, but just give me something new. Like Dunkirk, I rated five. Never seen it. Titanic, the witch. Okay. 12 Years a Slave, mm-hmm. The Conjuring, Shame, oh Bridesmaids. God, I'm, I'm watching The Conjuring right now. What do you mean you're watching it right now? I mean, I don't have it like on <laughs> off screen. I'm watching it. Look, I'm going to prove Oh, the new one? The new one or the... I started watching the new one, but like... I watched it. It was really look, bad. Look, I just pulled up my HBO Max. Can you see what it says? I love The Conjuring. That's a, Me too. I watch it all the time. I love that movie. I love, um, that movie. I love Revolutionary Road is five. Oh, that's stark. Jurassic Park is five. 1917 is five. That's like one of the newer ones. And then last but absolutely not least, and I saved this one for last. Do you know what I'm going to say? Call me by your name. I rated it five. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. The Mummy is also five, obviously. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I'm happy to hear that. 
The Mummy is just a five-star movie. Like I keep thinking about The Mummy like more and more. And like, obviously every day, like I get tagged in so much like mummy stuff. And it's like, it's so good to see that. This is a, this is so a mummy good. movie for me. It has the same sort of like, I mean, obviously. I agree. It's chem- not to the, the chemistry is not. It's not to the extent of The Mummy, no, but this no, no, is no. a movie that, and I'm excited to see next week we're doing, is it Dante's Peak? We're doing Dante's Peak. I haven't seen it in forever. Me neither. And I'm excited to see how I feel about it. I'm going to have like Twister today. Like I was packing and watching it because like I've seen it so many times. Like, but I was like when I was sitting down to watch it, I was like totally in, but it was also like I could do other stuff and watch it. Where do you think your life is going to be in a week though? Zach, I don't know if I'm even going to be here in a week. I'm kind of praying for my house looks like an F, uh, F3. Where are you? So are you like, you could move at any moment. I don't know what can happen. Like, like when I, are you leaving Miami? I think in like, so I'm going on vacation. Oh, that's in right. A week, and that Paul quit his job today. I'm going, <laughs> you guys, I don't think you understand something about my husband and like, you don't, no one probably cares about this. It take, it, it took Paul. I really want to say eight months to decide on a black Audi a six, Uh-huh. Like, a like a, like a pre-owned Audi A6, most basic Uber driver car you could buy eight months. Paul doesn't do things rash. So the fact that we were just like, we've been talking about moving for, I don't know, six years and it has happened now so fast. Like, I don't know what is happening. You don't even have to tell me that because like, you were like, what's happening? No, one time Sloan texted me and said, we're thinking about moving to Atlanta. And I'm not kidding you. 24 hours later, her house was in shambles. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, so I thought that this was one of those things that like would happen like next year, year or like, no. no, we had been talking about it for so long. And it was like, you know what? Like, where does your mom live in Miami? My mom lives in Miami, but she's going to move to Atlanta with us because she lives oh. in Atlanta. She used to live there. So she's going to come back. But like, yeah, I mean, kind of like Bill Paxson where it's just like, yeah, he was like trying to do something that like it was kind of kind of fit in, but like not really. And then he was like, no, you know what? I love chasing storms and like with where, Joe, your with dad's Joe. dead, Joe, your dad's dead. Look what you got right in front of you. And so we're just like, (laughs) so like, we're just like, let's just go. Let's, what are we waiting? What are we waiting for? Like Jennifer Love Hewitt says, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Anyway. Well, the second we are full-time employees of a um, podcast network, Mm -hmm. I'll be right down. Zach, I can't wait to have you. Can't wait to have you. Do you have a guest room? Well, I don't have any to live. I, I'm house, gonna so. be living on. You don't the have side. a room. So. I don't have, a, I don't have any rooms. I have a bunch of boxes, and um, probably it's gonna be just living on the side of the road. It's so interesting, you guys. We're should we just say bye? Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys. So much. <laughs> you can find wow. Sloan and I um, on Mummy Dearest Podcast on Instagram. You can find me at Zach Mellon on Instagram, and uh, I guess Letterbox. <laughs> No one's has anyone found you there? I don't get notifications from it, so I don't really know. Okay, I doubt so that's, it. Sounds like a no. I doubt it. Sorry, sweetie. 
Anyway, you can find me uh, at I am Sloan Steel or at Oh My Erotica. Uh, and if you have a house in Atlanta that uh, you want to sell, just drop me a DM. Shoot me a DM. I have a wonderful um, realtor that I love, though. So, or if you have contacts at any podcasting networks, <laughs> and if you, I posted our movie list today. If there's something on there that you didn't like and you want change, just shoot me a DM. Let me know. Doesn't mean we'll change it, but no probably going to ignore it but i will i'll look at it and i'll say oh my god great idea and then you'll never hear from me again you'll never see this face that list i read that list when you posted i read it like four times that's like the best list of movies i've ever seen so excited to watch all of them i think you must have been like on a um adderall peak i was when you made that list i was peaking i was peaking yeah anyway all right guys well as always we thank you guys so much i hope a bit of a twister of an episode it was a twister episode. Um, yeah. I hope that you liked this episode. If you did, please rate it. If you yeah. didn't, then fuck off. I'm just kidding. I love no, you. No, we love you. Um, you guys, you haven't been like reviewing. Um, so you have to like yeah. review. Exactly. Like, We're gonna exactly like, needs them, you guys. Oh no, like I know, like I've been spiraling. So we'll think of a prize or something. Yeah. I'll send you the video of that of the brick crashing through the Russian person's car if you rate Ooh. our if you rate our show. No, if you don't rate our show, I will send that to you. Do I kind of look like Katie Holmes right now in the slate? Yeah. I do, right? I gotta go, Sloan. I got cows. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't marry you for your penis, Zach. All Bye. right. Love Bye. Love you. Thanks for listening to the Mummy Dearest Podcast. See you next time. And remember, don't read from the Book of the Dead. Mm-hmm.